Howdy, podcast people. This is added to the list Reality Rewind, where we recap and deep dive into the biggest reality shows on TV. This episode, we will continue our breakdown of Big Brother Season 25, including the chaos of Double Eviction Night and the ongoing scary week in the BB house. Ooh, scary. My name is Graham Capito, and I am joined, as always, by Alonzo Ramont and Zach Schultz. Good morning, fellas. Morning. Whoa. Jinx. Graham, can you not do that scary voice that bothered me? Sorry, I should have included a trigger warning. Um, It may be too terrifying for younger audiences. Exactly. Yeah, but it's fitting because it is scary week in the BB house. That's right. Yeah. Um, and you know, we were talking a bit before we started recording. Um, but the scariest thing to me, uh, is trying to follow the storylines of this daggum season. <laughs> it's been a nightmare. Yeah, it's been chaotic. I I said before we started, I didn't think that what I was going to want out of the season that I wasn't getting was a simple storyline: heroes, villains. Uh, this is the thing we're all trying to do on one side. This is what we're trying to do on the other side. But I'm having trouble just following anything going on right now in the house. Yeah, it doesn't seem like anyone's necessarily good or bad. It's that they none of them really know what's going on, and they're just like running around, and they're not necessarily like angering to watch, just more frustrating to watch. Like, like it just seems like nobody has a dead set plan for more than five minutes in this house like it's constantly changing and alliances oh my god and i think it doesn't make it easier to watch because of the whole multiverse thing that already feels chaotic you know and then on top of it these house guests are the worst um they are annoying they can't (laughs) y'all get that reference uh they can't They can't make a decision. Um, It's back and forth, back and forth. Um, It's just, I'm used to a very simple, like, this side is the good side. This side is the bad side. Every every story needs a good guy, a bad guy, even the Bible. Look, you you don't have Jesus without the devil, okay? Like, amen. Amen. Somebody has to be the villain. And I think it's a it's a symptom of the society we live in as well, that everyone is so cautious, so rehearsed, that they don't want to be the bad guy. Yeah? And they all end up lesser demons. Yeah. Yeah. It's nobody. like nobody's a devil or an angel. Everybody's just a, a chaotic little demon that doesn't know what's going on. Like if Sari just like buckled down and was like, yeah, I'm that bitch. Yeah, come for me. You know what I mean? Like that's good TV, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But she's kind of trying to be like the mother. Right, right. And that's, and and like still like even people she doesn't like, she's still like nice to. We don't need that. We need like more conflict. Yeah, we do. I think there's definitely a lot of yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to what you're saying, Lonto, um, that people just don't want to, because it's great TV for us, but people don't want to 
have to live in this world, you know, and be the the villain of TV and everyone talk about them on Twitter, whether it's real or not, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it took someone, I didn't think I'd be missing him, but I kind of miss Heisem. I was going to say oh. the same thing. I miss Heisem. would have been, yeah. Well, Heisem and been the Riley would have been a good split. Oh my God. If they brought him back mm. for the well, BB think zombie. About think about this. They like to get rid of people who cause chaos in the house or who co- they want to like live in peace in the house for like a hundred days and hang out, sit around. That's the they, show, though. That's yeah, that's the what, point. <laughs> it, it's, it's, uh, if you watch earlier seasons, uh, I had recently watched some clips from some earlier seasons. These people were screaming at each other, yelling, fighting across the kitchen, like, you know, the producers having to intervene, you know, um, like, I'm not saying we need complete chaos at all times, but give us something, people. Like, like we got, like, fights, but they were, like, in the last, like, three episodes, I think, like, the last time we spoke, it's been four episodes since the last time we recorded. Um... And I think the last episode we left off on was uh, Cameron was HOH and they were doing the wall competition to decide who the new HOH was going to be. And it was in the middle of the wall competition. But uh, during those episodes, there were several moments where like Jared and and Corey fought with each other for a long time, but it literally felt like they were just like talking in circles. Jared came out as seeming very dumb, I think, because he kept, like, just yelling. Corey Rosario kept yelling over him and not saying really anything because he was caught in a lie. But that's, like, the only conflict where somebody's actually confronted somebody legitimately. And even then, Corey's like, I'm trying to be calm right now. It's like, let yourself be, you know? Like, let yourself be a little bit. Like, no, you hold on a second. Like, let yourself defend yourself, not Try to be America's sweetheart. Everyone wants to be America's sweetheart, and that's not going to happen. There is a clip, I will say, of Jared, Felicia, and Sari arguing, which we may see on tonight's episode, um, where when Jared comes back as a zombie, um, he confronts Felicia because she voted against him. And we, so we saw some of that in the last episode. I don't know if they yeah, yeah, yeah. cut out some. Okay, okay, okay. So we did see some of that. Okay. Yeah. Uh I thought that was interesting. Yeah, having I mean, here's the thing. If we really got three versus Felicia, that would be good TV. <laughs> that would be. If they split and like they had to create teams of themselves for themselves. It's like both the mother figures to be fully split down the middle. That'd be crazy. I wonder who would go with who. Well, I don't. Think, I don't think anyone's. You go ahead, Lando. I was just gonna say it's interesting, and you're right. That was on that episode because a few minutes later, it was like they were kikiing and hahaing, like you know, um, which is great. Like on one hand, in real world, that's great <laughs> that that yeah. people are emotionally mature. Uh, and and intelligent. <laughs> I don't want that on my TV screen. It's like boo. Give us give us Australian people screaming all the fight for. Okay. Speaking of, can, I, can we pause for just one second from Big Brother 
to talk about the traders mm, new yeah. season that's coming is wild and the fact that they are giving us it's all so so remember last time i was a little torn between i i didn't love the fact that that america had so many um so many um reality stars <clears throat> mm-hmm. i liked just having regular old people um on there but um they are giving us season two of the american version of the show and it's all reality stars this time so um i'm really looking forward to uh checking that out i was gonna tell you who some of those people are dan Gieswing is my favorite big brother player of all time uh, we talked and, at, at extensively about Dan's. I think that was the last episode, yes. two episodes ago, where we it's talked about the funeral. funeral. Yes. Um, so the fact that he's back on my TV screen, amazing. So excited about that. A um, couple other Big Brother folks are on it. Janelle, I believe. Um, Janelle, another Big Big Brother legend, uh, is also going to be on the show. And actually, Janelle and dan played together um on on big brother so looking forward to that we got a couple real housewives we got a drag queen from rupaul's drag race we got some survivor folks um who are going to be on there as well maybe only one survivor one or two survivor uh people but it's all reality stars uh freaking maxim smirkovsky from dancing with the stars uh it's gonna be on there um so i think it's gonna be good it's gonna be good tv see want to know my thing about like the reality so i did not i've not watched the american traders yet i've watched like half of the of the uk traders and i've watched uh the australian traders i watched most of australia and then it got we i didn't finish completely like the last two episodes of the australian traders but then we got you know we talked about them so i know what happens but um with the reality aspect of it, like bringing stars in, what I kind of liked in the Australian traders is there were several people involved that like were part of the world of like investigation and like crime and like mm. intense, like Nigel, for example, being a hostage and being like a negotiator. It seems like, you know, we're going to lose that aspect of it where it's like, how is this person who's a lawyer, who's a crime scene investigator, who's a, you know, Australia's longest living hostage. Uh, like <laughs> we're gonna lose that aspect of it, where it's like, okay, how is this giant personality going to affect no, that's, it, not necessarily this real person? That's a great point. Although I will say, you mentioned lawyer. There is a lawyer uh, on the show, Phaedra Parks. She is a Real Housewife, former Real Real Housewife of Atlanta. She's actually an attorney. So some of these people, but I agree with you. I did like that aspect. You know, it it almost would be interesting. I feel like we need a true crime, like a true crime reality show. Um, They're trying know, to find. Think only murders in the building, but it's like a reality show. You know, like something. Are they trying to know. solve a real murder? Like crime scene kitchen. <laughs> crime scene kitchen. No, not That's a real murder. Show. Not a real murder, but 
Oh, so somebody's been killed and they're trying to find it's not somebody in the competition, it's just a random crime that they're trying to figure out, and all of them mm. are trying to investigate. That's Ooh, that's a, yes, this is we've 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 we might have something on our hands here. I feel yeah. like it would almost be like um like basically make an escape room murder themed and film it. That kind of yeah. sounds like what this would be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Would be interesting to watch for sure. I so I also didn't watch the American Traders because I already knew what would happened and I, I just felt like I had a hard time investing myself because of that. But so so that one was half reality stars or some reality stars and some regular people. Is that right? Yeah, it was half and half. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like if you have the caliber of reality stars like Dan um, and the others that you mentioned, I think I feel like you have to go all the way like they are now, like either all mm. reality stars or none, because it would feel weird to me. Maybe it would work. Maybe it wouldn't. But having like these high caliber reality stars that are known for being manipulative with these regular people. Because I would just be immediately suspicious of them. And so to have everyone on that level of like, we're all, we've all played the dirty game, you know, that's. Yeah. Going to make things. But I think what was interesting, what was interesting about the half and half was not all of them were reality competition stars. So they weren't used to playing games per se. Mm-hmm. Like some, like there were people from below deck. There were people from, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that aren't necessarily competition shows. Um, so, but I, I get your point too, that it it's going to feel more like a game with, with these highly strategic people. And I'm very, very excited about it. They're already filming. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, or I don't know if film is complete, but, um, I know Dan took a break from his uh, Twitch channel uh, a few weeks ago, and he he said he'd be back in maybe a month or so. So, do you play games on that? Is that what do you know? Yeah, yeah, video does. games. Yeah, he's a gamer. Yeah, I'd watch that. So knowing what I know about Dan, my thought is, what is he going to be? I feel like logically he'd have to be a trader or or people would just immediately think that. Again, it's like, well, if they make him a traitor, everybody's going to think he's a traitor. He's going to be immediately voted off just because of how he's known to play the game. But if they don't make him a traitor, he's going to be immediately voted off because people are still going to suspect him. Yeah, now, remember, though, some of these people won't know who he is. You know, they may not know how diabolical. So he's going to want to team up with his big brother, his fellow big brother contestants because they know um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean he needs to get them on his side so For that sure. you know absolutely yeah. might be tough cuz i mean obviously we all know now who's going to be on the season but when these people were going into it i'm assuming they kept everyone in the dark until they show up as this manner about yeah. who they're going to be playing with so you can't yeah. go and oh dan's going to be here let me research him. Oh, he's a he's a giant snake. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yep. So one of the Big Brother people, the, what was the person that you said was like Dan's season? Janelle. He showed up that next morning and was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> yeah. She's gonna ruin my game. <laughs> and Janelle and Dan were al- allies actually, and he turned on oh. her. Oh man, the casting department in that show knew what they were doing. But but here's the great thing about Janelle. 
she's one of those people like she she tweets now about the show and she respects good game no matter what she's like dan is one of the greatest players of all time like and he got me period you know and so I think it's interesting. And obviously, Sari is in the Big Brother house, and she was the winner of the of the first season of The Traders. Do y'all think she's got a chance to win Big Brother? No. <laughs> I have so like it feels like nobody's really playing a good game. Like it doesn't feel like anybody's really playing like a wow, they're a player, man. They they. It felt like Suri was pulling the strings, but it was more just like basic manipulation. It was just like, hey, are you with me? Everybody else is with me. And everybody just kind of went along with that. There wasn't like real strategy. Nobody's really like kind of snaked in yet. Like Dan did. Well, I honestly, to do that. I think that's exactly why she could win. Like no one, no one, I don't think we were talking about, you know, not having real heroes and villains here. I don't even think I think that we don't have anyone who strategic who has shown the strategic prowess to even like be that villain. Um, maybe besides Sari, but I don't really see her. I don't see her as like trying to. She's been she's been fairly honest. Like she hasn't been um, deceitful in a way that feels like it fits a villain role. Um, but we don't really have anyone that's like on her level. I agree. It, it, it feels like they're all not on the level that Sari it, it feels like Sari is that kid in the fourth grade classroom who really should be in the sixth grade. Like I was just she's mm -hmm. bored by it. It seems like she's bored by this. Yeah, she is, and she said she's like, I'm I'm over this game, you know. But I, I would be interested to see what her game would look like if Jared weren't in the house. I think he bogs her down a lot because he oh. is making decisions that don't make sense, like talking of, uh, to, like lying to Matt and Jag, or lying about Jag to Corey and Matt, and like screwing everything up after Sari tells him to go like do reconnaissance or whatever. <laughs> it's like it seems like Jared's just really throwing her own game off. Yeah, I agree. He, he's just playing an incredibly emotional game. He gets these ideas, these wild ideas in his head and just runs with them pretty chaotically. Like he I feel like he's trying to be, you know, the big big man of the house. Um just I don't know if he feels like he needs to live up to Sari as this power player or, or if this is just kind of his personality, but it is not working as far as gameplay and strategy. No, all. and he he said in the beginning he's like I'm gonna make big moves, and actually he's mentioned a couple times he's like Mom, look who's the big player now, you know, <clears throat> like he's, he's kind like of building. Yeah, that's how it feels to me. Like every time he's talking, I'm like he's not the brains of the operation here. He's got like a big jock vibe to him. Yeah, and, and uh, it's unfortunate because it's not even good TV. It, he's not even like I don't want to watch. it. Like he's not even the type of like villain I want to watch. Like he's just kind of like, like two, uh, like two frat guys fighting, and neither of them is making a good point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is so true. I I think him coming back and potentially staying is 
probably the worst thing for both Sari and Blue's game. I don't know what I don't know why Blue has stuck with this guy as long as she you know has. why. You know I, why. But she's even said, like, look, I'm not gonna let some guy, you know, stand in my way of seven hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. It's just crazy. And he's treated her so poorly, you know. I he and has. she seems smart enough to I mean, she's she's observed it and she's mentioned like this is not okay, this isn't right. And I do see strategically not wanting to just completely blow that up because it yeah. does seem like yeah. this is a person you have in your on your side even after all this. Um, and she seemed happy but not elated that he might be coming back. Right. So it's probably just well, a lot of. I think emotions. Jared is lacking emotional intelligence. That's for real. That's clearly true. That's really what it seems like. He seems like a little kid. Yeah, he he definitely is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he seems a little spoiled, uh, you know, and yeah. he's got mom there to clean up the mess. Um, That's a good you know. point. <laughs> Mom's there. That really aids in the childish aspect of it. Yeah, yeah it, it does. And you got Felicia, you know, who's been like a mom to him in the game as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And a girlfriend, you know. That's so. true. And I haven't really been following it, but so I haven't really done my research on it. Ashlyn has been on TikTok seeing things about how he has a girlfriend at home. Someone Apparently has so. Yeah, I, I don't girlfriend. know. Yeah, maybe you've heard more about it. What? Um, but he's oh mentioned God. her after after votes, you know, how people get up and they're like, love you, blah, 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 blah. You know, all my people at home. He said something about her. He said her name. And I think he said like my girl. I don't remember what it was exactly. Oh my God. But apparently she's like private on Instagram. I don't know if she's really commenting. Um, I've just heard bits and pieces of it here and there. It it wouldn't surprise me that much, but it would surprise me that Sari is not saying something to him or hinting at it. Like, I don't like this. Maybe she just doesn't want to put him in that hot water, but it I I can't see her not saying something about it if that's the case. Yeah. That's crazy to me that he would start a, a showmance and have a... Well, he's clearly not the best guy. Yeah, he seems like a real, real dirt, like real bad, real bad guy. Yeah. And again, I hadn't verified any of that myself. So, you know, I don't really, I don't really know. I can't say that definitively, but it would not shock me. Um. Now, speaking of showmances, another person that I think, like, seems to be trying to do strategy but they just don't have just don't have it is america it seems like she's kind of trying to do like a originally this is like episodes and episodes ago like a kind of Macbeth thing with Corey, where she was like urging Corey to do like her bidding and like communicate stuff and that like kind of has but it's also sort of gone by the wayside where like it seems like she's like well all of my plan is coming together and they like embraced after something good half forgot when oh Corey won the competition or something he won hoh on it was uh <clears throat> double eviction night uh and we just lost zach so i'm not entirely sure what the point he was gonna oh he's coming back uh but yeah i i agree with what he's saying so far zach you want to you want to finish your point 
He uh, yeah, Corey just, won on HOH night. Or on, yeah, yeah I hit a button on my headphones. Sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah. And good. it seemed like uh, the vibe was like, oh, yay, now we can get our plan started. And there just isn't really a plan. It's just like being against Sari in the house, I know. And like, but then whenever you're against Sari, you're also against Matt and Jared and literally everybody else. So that's not working out for them. So. And also there was a point where Corey was like, I'm not even her first person, her second person, her third person that she talks to. So they need to decide what they feel about each other as well. Seems like none of the showmances mean much. I agree. I think America has been smart at seeing what's happening. Uh, Or maybe she's just pointed it out when no one else will, you know, in the diary rooms or whatever. But she's had sort of a keen eye on seeing these things happen but hasn't had the ability through either herself or Corey to to fully rally everyone um yeah. i mean i mean they've started to you know they they got jared out it seems like they were they had their eyes on Suri. although alonso from what you're saying it sounds like maybe not anymore because this constantly flip-flops but yeah, well, yeah because i think i think now <clears throat> Corey and Blue, I'm sorry, Corey and Amber, America, sorry, Corey and America are going to now be in the position Sari was in. They will be aligned with almost everybody in the house. And they're a couple. So if people are smart, you got to go. Couples, couples get voted off. So um, I think they are going to be seen as a power couple. Uh, and people are going to be like, wait a second here. If Sari's smart, <clears throat> she can get them to to sort of see, wait, y'all are now aligning with, <laughs> with these two. How, you can't get far with them, you know? And now that her yeah. relationship with Felicia has ended a little bit, she's able to say, excuse me, I'm so sorry. She's able to say, listen, I'm not taking Felicia to the finale. Why don't I take you, Matt? Mm-hmm. That that's what I would if I were Suri. Yeah. And I think regardless of sense. who stays, Cameron or Jared, especially Jared, but maybe even Cameron, that'll be another person she can rally behind that point. Because even if it's Cameron instead of Jared, Jared seemed to maybe be on the road to making amends with with Cameron, if I remember correctly. But I think Cameron would be able to see Cameron's just been on the ouch. You know, he doesn't really have a home. He got voted out unanimously. And so I think Suri would be able to convince him this is the smartest play for you. You don't really have anywhere else to go. But I think he's going to go with Corey. And I think we saw that on Sunday's episode. Corey said, you know, I've had I haven't had a bad relationship with Cameron, you know, uh, I think he's more likely to side with them. Um, but if they're smart, they'll just keep Cameron or Jared as the target. Normally on a reality show, when somebody gets voted off and they come back, you just target that person again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. until, um, that that's your next goal is just to get them right back out. It's an easy target. Um, yeah. So um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Now, this would be a spoiler, Alonzo, but do you know who won the... 24-hour scary verse competition between Jared and No, it hasn't happened yet. Oh, it hasn't been completed. The, they've done the first 
two parts or the first part, I think. Oh, uh, I thought so... they were completing the rounds and it was going to be over by the end of the, this episode that happened on Sunday? No. no we, yesterday. They, yesterday. We, no episode yesterday. There's only an episode tonight. Oh, right. So that's so yeah, why. This Sunday's episode. So even on Twitter, like, it hasn't happened yet. It's literally oh, okay. tomorrow. So um, Jared and Cameron are still in the house as of now. So are they going to finish this competition live? Yeah, because there's no head of household tomorrow. So then Sunday is going to be like the final zombie competition? No, I think it's tomorrow. I think it's all. it all happens tomorrow. Tomorrow, Friday. No, I'm sorry. Tonight, Thursday. It happens. <clears throat> because what happens is Cameron plays the competition. I don't think Jer- Jared's playing at all. And if Jared, if, if Cameron wins, he stays. If Jared, w- if, if Cameron loses, Jared stays. Are you talking about the ball competition? Yeah, I thought no. they, they were all in the middle of that. Oh, we didn't see the end of it? Y'all don't know who won at all? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they stopped in the middle of like the seesaw balls. Yeah, because oh, I figured okay. that had already happened by now. Yes. That's Cameron what I was asking. Won. Cameron won. Okay. Oh, okay. That's kind of so, how it felt. So Cameron will play Thursday, mm-hmm. but it's a solo game. If he wins, he will stay. If he loses, Jared will stay. Because he got oh, to man. pick who was going to play. So I guess Cameron picked himself. I think so. Why, right. Which watch would he? He must yeah. have. Well, because I was wondering if I was in one of their shoes, I would want to know what this competition is. Like if I'm Jared right. and the competition is a puzzle, you know, right. I'd say, right. oh, maybe put Cameron in. Yeah. You but know? I mean, he, he has consistently done well at competition. Jared has done well at competition. Like he has one physical competition. That's true. It was the wall. I don't remember what the first one he won was. Um, it, uh, I don't remember either. What was it? I wanted to say it was the buddy games one, but that's not the, true. Was it the dragging? Was it like the first one where people were like getting dragged into the scary verse? No, because he lost so, that very first. Yeah, he, but he, he has. He's been a, he's been placing pretty high, uh, in most yeah. of the uh, in most of the competitions. Um, I'm really surprised that Matt hasn't won a lot of like the physical thing because he's like a a deaf Olympian. He's like an athlete. Matt, That's been yeah. surprising. Matt hasn't really been great. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. So here's a good subject to talk about: the dead fish. The people that I keep thinking, oh, they're the dark horse. Oh, they're gonna come in. And they feel like nothing's happening. Nicole, Nicole, and Bowie Jane, oh and God. Jag, and Matt. <laughs> it feels like they aren't doing anything. They're just pawns that nobody knows what to do with. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I think we all kind of had high hopes for Nicole early on. And I'm like, girl, what you doing? What are you doing? Because she's smart. But, but maybe she's, but you know what? She, I think she is smart. I think she's laying low. Like, I don't think she's playing a bad game. I think mm-hmm. she's just not trying to rock the boat. Yeah, she's she like riding it out till the end. She really she, is. And she's and never think, been on the wrong side of the house. She boat. hasn't. She hasn't. I was just about to say, I think Bowie, Jane, and Matt 
would be targets before she would be. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, I and think... So... Keep going, Alonzo. No, I was just saying. So I think from that perspective, you know, and I think at the end, like, let's say she made it to the finale. She could say, listen, I was part of the plan to get rid of Heisem. I was part of the plan to get rid of this, like, Riley. I was part of the plan to get rid of Cameron. So, like, she has been, like you said, Graham, on the right side of the vote. I helped get rid of Jared. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I think in that regard, she'll be able to do that. But to me, like, right now, it just doesn't feel very definitive on like who's running the house it's it's just flip floppy maybe yeah. maybe this week with a new hoh we'll have a little bit better feel and vibe for where we're going um cory won hoh last you know during the uh during the double eviction you yeah. know he'll be able to play again so maybe if cory wins two in a row you know, maybe that changes things up. You know, that that's what needs. I, I want to see a Sari HOH. Um, she has not done very well in the competitions. Uh, I mean, she got she got nine minutes in on that wall. Yeah. I said, come on now. Nine Felicia minutes. Felicia got 18 minutes. Like the next yeah. person out was Felicia, and she got 18 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to see a Sari just for the sake of changing up the game. Sari winning um, would be great. Or like a Mecole. Like, I'd love to see what she would do. That would actually put mm -hmm. put a gun to her head. I, not, I, I was about to say. But that would put her feet to the fire uh, to, you know, make some decisions. Yeah. Yeah, because she, you know, even though she has been on the right side of the house, she has a weak resume in total. Like no comp yeah. wins as far as I can remember. Yeah. So she she would need some sort of boost because even like if the game ended now, like we cut off a few players, I can't see her winning. Regardless of she's been on the right side of the house, but she just hasn't played the game. Yeah. Yeah. And Bowie's in like the same situation, but worse. She has been on the wrong side. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but just is not very impactful. Yeah, it was so weird to me. Like she seemed like this player that was going to have such a big personality. She comes in, she's a judge, she's a DJ. I don't know if you all have seen these videos of her on TikTok or wherever. She ha she has a music video. It looks like when she was a bit younger. Um, she's been like, you can a find videos younger, of her but, like two years ago when she was like twenty three. <laughs> well maybe maybe just in the i didn't know how old she was in the video she just looked a little younger it I'm might not have been kidding. that long ago I'm, I'm oh. <laughs> she's lying about her age <laughs> uh, yeah also weird really really dumb that is silly. so weird so weird um and uh cory and america are on to her by the way well who wouldn't be i mean you she just doesn't look 30 whatever the hell she's she saying, doesn't at all which which is fine but which like why she, she I said don't. she's like in her twenties, right? But she said, but she's actually thirty-seven. Is no, that no, what she, she said she's thirty-eight or something, maybe less. Yeah, she's thirty-five. In her, I think, think mid-forties. Like Which the most... so silly. We've had older people who've done pretty yeah that's okay not this that season. Old. It's not that old. And Lying she about had it just feels dumb. 
you had Hysam, Sari, Felicia, who are all older than her. <laughs> That's like, crazy. Yeah. And maybe she didn't know that. Obviously, she didn't know that going in, and she just decided to stick with her guns on this plan she had already made. I don't know. But but my point was she's this big personality, or at least, you know, looked like she was going to be. Got the crazy hair, the clothes, this weird Hannah Montana double life, you know, thing going on. And then she comes into the house and is just it's such a dud. It's so like, no. weird. It's so, uh, and you know what, you, bringing it back to what Alonzo said, like a reflection of what it's like to be in a reality show now is like, they're trying to be likable and it turns out that you're just boring. Like you're, you're, you're likable to the point where you're not doing anything. So nobody wants to watch yeah. you do it. And when the, when the freaking house has to tell you, please get out of bed, <laughs> like, like, come on yeah. now I get it. Like, it has to be pretty boring during the day. You know, you're very limited on the things that you can do. I yeah. wish they had time where they could at least watch like movies, like DVDs, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I guess they yeah. can't like look and watch it, watch anything. Do yeah. they give them like, are they allowed to bring in like a book? That's what I, I do know. think. I think they can read. Um, it, although now that you say that, you never see anyone reading. I never see a bookshelf yeah. in there either. And I don't know yeah. if that's just a function of there's constant game talk and no one wants to feel like they're just bumming it and, and sort of sitting it out or what. But yeah, you don't see anyone read. So I don't know what the hell you do. I would guess they get rid of all media. That would be my guess is they get rid of it all because they want people to talk. They want people to have to like actually occupy their mind with something that isn't because like honestly in that situation where they're like they i get locked in a house for a hundred days i'm not a big reader but if they were like but there's a bunch of books you could read it's like okay so that's what i'm gonna do for a right. hundred days so like I as of 2016 big brother contestants are not allowed to access television radio phones or the internet they're not even allowed to have writing utensils or paper they can, they can, however, play chess, which we have seen them play chess. Well, and they, the only, they have that chess board like they show. They do, yep. And the only book allowed inside the house is the Holy Bible. I was going to guess, yeah. Oh which is interesting. God. Why not? Um, I don't, uh, what's it, Jag is Seek. I'm not sure what yeah. uh, holy text they yeah, I wonder if, I bet they accommodate that if requested. Probably. Probably. I bet they do. Well, yeah. you know, we think everybody thinks America is a Christian nation. It's not. There's a lot of people here. <laughs> and that right. comes from the the guy with a degree in theology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, just like hotels, they still have a Bible there. Mm -hmm. uh, at some hotels in certain states, they also have a Book of Mormon. Oh, that's true. Yep. A Bible and a Book of Mormon, which is odd. Because there's a bunch more books. It's like you open a hotel room and there's like eight holy books. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they have a Book of Mormon is great. I mean, you can watch that musical anytime you want. I love that. I, I can't believe they even burned it onto a disc for every hotel in the Utah That's area. Great. Like, imagine the time it took to burn all of those discs. And it's it's weird because it's a bootleg Broadway show. Right. It's not even like the terrible. Actual recorded version it's a bootleg yeah somebody that, bought a ticket that's called like slime tutorial not 
not the Book, Book of Mormon. Of Mormon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This reference inside of this podcast was made for three people, and that's us. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is exactly who this was for, and that's fine, and I love that. Hey, I think a fourth person might hear it. Hey, <laughs> well, they might hear it, but it was for us. <laughs> that's, that's I'd the- say. The fourth person might hear it and say, this is for them. <laughs> well, oh, oh, Graham, did you watch last uh, night Survivor? No. So I did not. I, I'm so I'm so excited for that an amazing race. We um with Ashland's family, we have are keeping up our TikTok Tuesday traditions where we watch a an episode of a show and we do like a recipe on TikTok. Um oh and, so, and so we're saving this who are you pause 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 who the f are you that's what i want to know is this bad or good i don't it's beautiful it's great it's just five years ago we could have never gotten you to do a tiktok tuesday tuesday watching a reality show remember when he had that little that little bitty horrible phone off the grid. Oh, Jack. the no phone. The no phone. Yeah. Uh, it's called a light phone. If they want to sponsor <laughs> this show, I'm so for them. I think <laughs> it's a great idea. A stupid little phone or a terrible little phone. <laughs> okay. Well, I here's the thing. It's we're all together watching TV, eating delicious food. You know who's who's gonna be? Who's gonna, who's gonna poo poo on so that? I mean, but, it's, it's like uh, it's like you have a white picket fence. You, you, <laughs> you watch you watch Howdy Doody as the sun sets in the west. Do you get does Survivor? Is it coming on multiple times a week or is it once a week? It's once a week, but they are okay. so they're hour and a half episodes. Um, uh, and I don't know what time it aired, but we all work in the morning and like they're a bit of a drive away. So we decided just like save it for the next week. We'll have it recorded and watch it whenever. Skip through the commercials. Uh, I am worried about spoilers, um, especially yeah. for Ashlyn because she's always on TikTok. I'm, I'm, I, I feel like I'll be able to avoid them, but you know, I don't know. Um, so next, so next week, next Tuesday, I will have watched the premiere of, of, um, Survivor, and I so think we're just going to save amazing. Yesterday, yeah. Yesterday, yesterday, wait, when? Tuesday, this past Tuesday. Oh, well, we haven't, Claim to Fame was that uh, show, Ah. and we haven't, hadn't filled the void, kind of waiting for Survivor to come back. I got you. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to watch this season live as it happens. Oh, for real? Did you watch it? No, no, no. I've recorded it. I haven't watched, I've been a little busy this week. Oh, yes. uh, but I'm yes. I'm going to watch it. Yes. Okay. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, um, I'm excited. Hour and a half episodes, which is super fun. Because I always want just a just a taste more of what's going on in Survivor. So hopefully, I'm not too fatigued uh, by Big Brother. Do you yeah. know what my favorite quote of the last four episodes was? Uh, Big Brother. <laughs> the mm. returns to I don't know who. But during the wall competition, she turns to like the next person that was out and says, "I'd rather starve on the island." Yes, <laughs> it was. It was Felicia. That's who it was. <laughs> and I was like, "You know what a great." 
That was so funny. People who don't know her are like, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I'd rather starve on the island. That was, so that was a great clip. It was during the uh la during oh it oh. was the well it was during the head of household competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Jared mm -hmm. won. Yeah. Yeah, it was a wall comp where they kept getting sprayed with uh meat meatballs goo. <laughs> it is amazing to me when I think about it with with Sari that she would rather be on an island with no food, no shelter, all of that. Um it, it, which is wild that she'd rather have that than be in the Big Brother house. But there is a common goal of survival in Survivor, where you are working together like constantly to accomplish the goal of like, oh, we need food. Oh, we need a shelter. Oh, we need this. Mm. Where in Big Brother, it's like, oh, we need to stab this person in the back. So let me go talk to what's her name, so she can talk to what's his name, and then talk to me. Yeah, yeah. And the BB house is, is a lot more like sitting around. Whereas mm -hmm. Survivor, you have those daily chores. You got to get stuff done every day. You need yeah. to, you know. Yeah, the person fish. sitting around is probably is is asking to go home at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, we we've been watching a few seasons of the older Survivor. We've been busy with all these other shows, so we kind of dropped that a little bit. I think I told you all this, but they it seems like they had focused a lot more on the sort of survival aspect than they have in more recent seasons. It's been a lot more about having these big elaborate challenges and a lot more game talk, big brother strategizing, that sort of thing. Um, and I don't know if that's a function of them getting more, because I feel like they've actually gotten less food. Like they've, they're out there for less time and they, have to like earn their rice. Um, but I, I don't know. I love when they focus on like the uh, survival aspect and it's like, this guy's a big threat, but if we get rid of him, like do any of you all know how to fish? I kind of right. like that sort of aspect. So I'm really excited to get back into survivor. Yeah, me sure. too. I'm, I'm excited to watch it. So, so we get the finals of the Jared versus uh, Cameron zombie competition and one of them will get to come back into the house mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then the next person eliminated will be our first jury member yes and so i'm hoping the game will kind of heat up because now people are starting to think about jury management and who you want to have in the jury um or mm -hmm. wait, wait 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 maybe i'm wrong maybe there's one more person i think one more person is going home like home, home before the jury. Normally it's double eviction, but I think the next person out is uh, is going home because they didn't mention that last week with Jared and Cameron. They didn't mention that they would be the first member of the jury. Jury. They just mm. said that they were going home. So I think, and I'm pretty sure Cameron. I saw a clip where Cameron was saying he doesn't want Felicia in the jury and that she needs to go home. So I, I'm pretty sure there's so they're not now there's talk this week of shifting the focus to basically send somebody home that they don't want in the jury. And I think even somebody, maybe Felicia said she doesn't want to be in the jury. Mm. So she, you know, she may make the decision to go ahead and I don't think she will, but people could always make that decision that, Hey, go ahead and evict me. Cause I don't want to be in the jury. Which would be a wild. I don't know if 
that's ever happened before. Zach, you're on. Look around, everybody on mute. Uh, what is the jury? Oh, the jury. It's a great question. It's been great. mentioned a lot, but I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. The jury decides Oops. who wins the game. So, the last seven people eliminated before the finale make up the jury. They go oh, live a in the literal house. jury. Yeah, mm-hmm. they go live in a house secluded. So they're still part of the game, but they're they live in a luxury house. There's no competitions or anything like that. And there's still no internet access, no TV, all that. And they just go to this house mm-hmm. and you're we don't really yourself. check in on them also. No. Yeah, every couple weeks you'll kind of check in on the jury. Like you'll see people arrive to the jury house and they'll show like whoever's there. Who that first person, for example, is there alone for a week. And then the next person comes the next week. And then the next person the next week. And then the next person the next week. And then once we get to the finale, those seven people, they will cast their vote, much like Survivor, uh, oh. on oh, who so. will win the game. America does not choose who wins the game. Wow. See, I didn't know that. That makes it so much more intense about establishing relationships in the house yes it's very important so that makes me think that like like you were saying it makes even more sense that mimi's on a good side of things that's why it's important yeah yeah because like everybody doesn't dislike her like nobody dislikes her and Mm -hmm. some people have lost the game even when they played the dan giesling is a great example like dan should have won season 14 but people didn't like them. They were pissed at them. And mm. so they chose Ian to win. Um, and that's happened another time. This guy, Paul, was clearly the best player. That we should we should talk about that season at some point. Great season, maybe season 17. I might I might be making that up. Um he clearly deserved to win. Like he was in that final, but he was unpopular with the jurors and he lost. Mm. <laughs> So it's going to be exciting. This is where the game really heats up with the jury, because you're all you're thinking about that jury management and who you want in the jury. Yeah, yeah. And in my perfect world, the jury would just pick who was the best player. Right. Right. And I feel like Survivor, from what I understand, is a bit better about that. Uh, They're a little less emotionally motivated. Um, not always. Yeah, not um, always. But, but it is a shorter amount of time with Survivor. So you're a little less mm-hmm. invested. And you've been typically divided among two teams. So you're not necessarily, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, there's not so many emotions with so many people. And so, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Big Brother totally. is much longer, more than double the time of Survivor. Yeah. Uh, and you're especially now. Yeah. And you're literally with each other 24 <laughs> seven for all that time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm very excited about that. So I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I think it's very interesting. We did not have an HOH this week. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully we kind of reset. I'm assuming we won't find out the HOH until 
Sunday's episode. And then next week we get a Tuesday night episode. Oh. Instead of instead of Wednesday. Oh, uh, interesting. I think it's on after Survivor. Or no, no, no. Survivor's Wednesday. But yeah, for some reason it's on Tuesday, I guess, because of football and Is it yeah. is it because of um Survivor because or Survivor and Amazing Race because that's between the two of those Survivor and Amazing Race that's three hours. That's true. You're so right. I don't know. Are we just gonna have Tuesdays from now on? I'm not sure. I, Julie Chen told us early on that the schedule was changing, um, so it may be Tuesdays, which I'm okay with actually. Sunday, sure. Tuesday, Thursday. I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down with that. Um, I think Big Brother stands on its own better than Amazing Race <clears throat> as far as ratings. So sure. Amazing yeah. Race is better paired with Survivor for sure. Yeah, I'd say it's it's the it's the bottom of the the crown yeah. three. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I love it. Gosh, I would love to be on that one. Let's make oh, it happen, man. Graham. Come on. Yeah. Hey, I I do plan on Survivor's the one I ultimately want to be on, but any of them. Would be would Amazing be Race would be a good a good way to start out. Go mm-hmm. on Amazing Race, then go on Survivor, then go on the challenge. True. I mean, well, we've had and there's obviously there's obviously a lot of cross play between them. I feel like from what I've seen, less on Survivor, like they don't really bring others to Survivor. But we've had right. Big they Brother normally... people on Amazing Race, Survivor people. They on normally Big Brother. start. Yeah, they normally start on Survivor or Big Brother, and then yep. they maybe may go do Amazing Race later. Right. Uh, <laughs> yep. It's like your re- retiree show. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're out to pasture. You want, you're ready to travel the world. Last season, I believe it was, unless I'm forgetting a season, um, Claire and Derek from Big Claire Brother won yeah. Amazing Race. They, they, they sure did. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And then Derek was on the challenge, um, not this season, but last season. Yeah. yeah. Man, there are people out there that being on reality shows is their full-time job, and that's bananas. Oh, no, it's a, it's, that's, that's what it's become, and you can do well, you know, with, with that. So mm-hmm. um, I, think it's, I think it's really cool. I mean, it's exciting. I love, I love it all. I'm excited about the rest of Big Brother. I think it's going to pick up a little bit. Excited to see what happens with Cameron and Jared. Uh, and then who's going to come into power after this. Looking forward to it. Yeah, agreed. Uh, we're, we're about out of time. Unfortunately, I don't think we'll have time for what you've been watching. Um, but do any of you all have a final thought on maybe your teams, how you're feeling about your teams right now? Um, I don't even know who I am. Who's your, who's your leader? I, I, your... I don't feel any certain way but i do want to say something really quick um i watched uh snl so martin lawrence is banned from snl from like 1993 yeah and i watched his opening monologue (laughs) um you should go check it out um he he mentions a, a a woman's vagina and it like not being clean that's what got him banned and you can't watch that part of it though it's gone from the clip oh, wow. like i haven't been able to find it because I, I went on this little youtube spiral of trying to find it and i couldn't 
Um, wow. But I just thought that was really interesting. I don't know. And because somebody mentioned Phil Hartman earlier. Um, oh, and at yeah. that time, Phil Hartman was on the show uh, and had some some uh, some scenes with Martin on that episode. But um, yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, really interesting what I've watched recently. <laughs> Zach, you uh, want to fit just, in a lightning round? What you what just you for uh, yeah, because just for posterity, because I like that there's a recording of uh, my whole chronicalized mm. experience watching Everybody Loves Raymond. I can go back to these episodes. I have finished Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, I am I am moving on to a new sitcom. I don't know which one yet. Uh, I don't want to do King of Queens because they hate each other. I am also on the seventh. Sixth, seventh child's play movie. I am on Curse of Chucky. Um, wait, who hates each other on King of Queens? The main characters, Doug and Carrie. Oh, like the actors that hate each other? No, no. It just seems like the couple hates each other. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, and I can't okay. take that. Um, but yeah, I, so I well, I got through Child's Play one, two, and three, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, and now I'm currently on Curse of Chucky. Uh, so I'm doing that. Oh, and another big one I watched, a movie I've never seen before, The Exorcist. Hmm. Never nope. seen that movie. No, thank you. You say nope. <laughs> That's a messed up film. I get why people are still scared of it, but it's, you know, it's it's in terms of like effects and stuff, it's relatively tame by today's standards. Nice. Yeah, so that's well, a lightning round. Yeah, I'll fit in mine real fast. Um, I haven't been watching much of anything new. We've been working on the jigsaw puzzle. And while we watch that, uh, we watch MasterChef. Um, I'd never seen MasterChef. This one, they start off by dividing people into regions, South, Midwest, yeah. Northeast, yeah. West. Um, it's been delightful. The hosts, ruthless. I love them all. The food looks delicious. you never seen MasterChef. You're probably not going to, but it's a great show. Watch it if you think you would like it. Well, that's about it. We are out of time, uh, but thank you for listening. We are going to continue this breakdown, re uh, watching of BB25. Hopefully things continue to spice up. Maybe are a little easier to follow, uh, but regardless, we will be here breaking it down for you. Um, bit by bit every week or so so thanks again and we will catch you next time later bye bye